You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. Just a little, uh, little podcast show we do weekly. Yeah. Once a week. The only podcast on the Internet that's doing it, doing it, doing it well. Doing it round? Doing it. Doing it doing round? It, doing it round. Is it round or well? I think it's well. So doing I thought it was round. round? What the yeah, hell like, a, like around the world. Doing it round? <laughs> doing, it, doing, it, doing it round. I don't think that's the I don't know. Is it, is it called Nikki? I'm Nikki through. Yeah, she'll know. She'll know for sure. I'm pretty sure I know too. Why don't you? Why don't you trust me? Because <laughs> I I feel like all the music of that era is all like Nikki's forte. No, it is true, especially in that genre. But my aunt, uh, my aunt Peggy. Hi, Aunt Peggy. She listens. Um, <laughs> she also is, was all about those '90 jams. Uh, she is actually. Um, I remember um, the reason I. I remember this last night because Dave Chappelle, like, seem when he whenever he does a stand up, like, mm-hmm. seems to have some kind of like Fuji reference, like in the name of the show oh, okay. or something, um, or that a song is mentioned or played, um, like "Killing Me Softly." And it always every time I hear, um, every time I see a Dave Chappelle stand up, I think of my aunt Peggy because of uh, the Fuji's reference. And I remember hearing the Fuji's for the first time over at her house when I was like eleven. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we like the Fugees in that house. <laughs> <laughs> but so that was one of the first songs. Was that the first song I ever downloaded off Napster? Which one? Kill- it might have been. Killing, Killing Me, me Softly. Softly. Um, Killing Me Softly or When a Man Loves a Woman by Percy Sledge. It's one of those two. Nice. Doing it, doing it, doing it I well, though. Just that like, was like, what, <laughs> LL Cool J? Maybe. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I should call Nikki. <laughs> we'll get her on the line. <laughs> but I'm your beard host, Tyler. And, well, I got shit out of order. Oh, well. We're playing through the NES Classic. This week, we are in the Ks with Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus. One of the 2K games that we're going to be playing. Not 2K the studio, but the 2K. Right. Yeah, (laughs) we're going to do 2K games for two episodes. We're going to take a little break from NES games and talk about Bioshock. But, like I said, I'm your beard host, Tyler, and there's a package here from one Paul Cluel, Ruby Baron, Paul Cluel. Hey, I know that guy. Yeah. Uh, he told me to be prepared with chicken tendies. That's why, because he alluded to hot sauces, so I went ahead and opened the package, because I know whenever Paul sends us hot sauces, they are fucking wrapped up like Edward Forty Hands, like it is. <laughs> so I open it up to Pope's Hot Sauce. There are four of these that I extracted with a knife over the course of several minutes, which saved us what would have been the most boring audio. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm super glad you opened them early. Pope's, eh? Is the box on top. I'll, I'll take a picture of this and put it on the Instagram, because I'm doing that again. Nice. Uh, let's see. So Pope's Crafted for Quality Hot Sauces, our signature four-pack of heated goodness. Heated goodness. Heated goodness. So the four flavors are Burning River, Whiskey River, Smoking River, and Smoked Tequila. And River City Ransom. River City Ransom. 
uh, you actually have to sign a waiver that when you eat this hot sauce, uh, a bunch of generic dudes come in and fucking kidnap your girlfriend. <laughs> it tastes like blood. <laughs> so this is a Spicy Boys package is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, the first one I'm grabbing here is the red one, Pope's Burning River Hot Sauce. Is this the lowest tier? Are we going to do that? Can we determine? I don't know. I don't see any sort of ranking on them. Fuck it. We'll just do it live. I feel like red's probably going to be the hottest, though. I'm looking at two black labels, a white label, and a red one. Ooh, that smells. Red's going to be hot. All right. So you want to go. Let's uh, do the white one, or, or is that gray? It's white. Yeah, what is, that's probably the the least hot. It the looks s- like it's green. The hot smoked sauce too. tequila. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be kids kids stuff. Yeah, it doesn't smell nearly as potent. Nope. Yep. Yep. Grab that out. Put some on chippies. All right. Yeah. We'll put this put this on my. No chippies. one else gets that reference, but me and Dave because we talked <laughs> about it earlier. Nothing like a good inside joke between the two hosts that isn't explained on the show. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know what? We can do that. You know why? Because it's our fucking show. Uh, <laughs> it's our fucking show, and also. It's our fifth birthday. Did you know that? It's our oh, fifth is birthday. It? Oh, so damn. Our first episode published on December 28th, 2012. We are five years old now. Our fucking podcast can go to kindergarten if we it's want. True. Or we can wait another year. It's a, we'll discuss it. <laughs> so Tyler, they'll, they'll be a, yeah, so they'll be a big kid yeah. and get their license earlier and then tote people around. Right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But there are advantages to waiting before sending your podcast to, to <laughs> kindergarten. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But because it's our birthday... Uh, my favorite thing about a birthday is you can be a complete asshole, and if anyone confronts you about it, you can be like, it's my birthday. Yep. And they have to back down. It's the law. <laughs> That's true. And if you don't like something, you can just get mad. And why? Birthday blues. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, you ready to eat this um, smoked, smoked tequila. Te- tequila hot sauce? Popes. It smells really good. It does smell really good. What do you think? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think it's tasty. It's flavorful. It is. Not hot at all. No, not but really. It, but it does taste good. Yeah, it has like, you can taste like tequila and like chilies. It's good. I don't even like tequila. I don't like that. Mm. Do you have a bad experience with tequila as a youth? Oh, yeah, totally. I think I probably told this story on the show, but it was a long time ago. Uh, the night I lost my virginity in college, because mm-hmm. I was that guy, lost my virginity mm-hmm. in college. Um, not in middle school, like a regular person. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I got shit faced on tequila and threw up in the girls' dorm room like everywhere, 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 everywhere. <laughs> and then like um, it was a conjoined dorm room, like they shared a bathroom. Uh-huh. And I remember going in the bathroom to throw up. And I'm I'm pretty sure I've told you about this. I think you have, but I want to hear it again. All right, great. <laughs> and there was what looked like a loose rice crispy treat in the toilet. <laughs> I threw up on that. Um, and then I remember like the next day asking um, who eventually became my girlfriend, who is now my ex-girlfriend. Uh, what now the hell? Recall this. You know, okay. What the yeah. hell it was? And she's like, "Oh yeah, my sweet mate has like um, uh, like a uterine lining disorder, so it's like once a month instead of like a regular period, uh, like a rice krispie treat comes out." <laughs> she gives birth to a baby dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But hey, I got sick on tequila, but doesn't matter because I had sex. Next up, was that a green label? Then we got the green one and the black one. Let's Wh- try- Whiskey River and Smoking River. Oh, those are uh, neither of those are going to be hot. Let's yeah. try the green. Green. All right, Smoking River. Smoking River. So far, these are like that was like an HQ quality sauce. Yeah, these are nice. I like these. So far, so good. It's like you know your shit, Paul. I know, right? All right, this says hickory smoked jalapenos, garlic, onions, peppers, and arrowroot. Are you familiar with that arrowroot? Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. is arrowroot? 
Just like uh, a, they used it as like a thickener, like way back in the day before oh. cornstarch was the thing. All right, like uh, what does it call it? Gum. Uh, what is that gum thing? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, neither of us know gum. what the gum thing, gum. you know? Gum okay. Arabic or gum? Yeah, gum yeah. Arabic. <laughs> All right. All right. Ready? Smoking river. Let's do it. Let's smoke this river. Oh, that's good. A, a slight touch of heat in comparison to mm-hmm. the... Yeah, not very hot, but that flavor is really good. Mm-hmm. I like this a lot. Yeah, it's like a sweet and sour kind of thing. I had more of that... Um, Heaven times six today for lunch. Yeah. Man, that stuff is so good. <laughs> Henry had some. Oh, really? Yeah, my three-year-old, like, um, Henry, you all know Henry. I don't know why I said my three-year-old. Um, he was all about it, man. He wanted to take my lettuce from my taco and dip it in the sauce. And it's like the first time was amazing because, like, he he ate the lettuce, and it's like his eyes got real wide. And it was like, I've never seen this kid move so fucking fast, man. He, like, <laughs> Grabbed the water, his water bottle, and just started chugging it. Set it down, and goes <gasps> shivered, and then like I guess realized that didn't work. So uh, he grabbed his fork again with like super speed. Grabbed his <laughs> fork and just start shoveling refried beans in his mouth. He took like three bites of those, threw the fork down, kind of slumped back in his chair, went <sighs> again, shivered again, and then grabbed another piece of lettuce and was wanting to dip it in the hot sauce. I was like, oh, God, I fucking love you. I love you. I cannot wait until you're older and we can fucking mm-hmm. do, some, do some crazy hot sauce shit together. So the next one is Whiskey River. Whiskey River. Whiskey That's a soggy water bottom boys. Soggy bottom boys. <laughs> so, so the you know, the, wa- the soggy water soggy. Soggy is because the boys. You so know, the, you know the Captain Crunch villains. Yeah. The soggies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the Whiskey River hot sauce. This has got apple cider vinegar, jalapenos, crushed tomatoes, salt, garlic, onions, and whiskey. All right. You guessed it. All right, you ready? Yes. Let's do it. This is a red sauce. This is the first red mm-hmm. sauce. Everything else has been green. I don't like this one as much, but I don't like whiskey. And it, does, it certainly has a whiskey flavor. Most all like that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And they're very, I guess I'm so used to sauces being either barbecue or hot. Mm-hmm. And these are like, these are, co- is, these are complex. Yeah. And this one, especially, especially the Whiskey River, somewhere in between, like a barbecue mm-hmm. and a hot sauce, I feel like. Yeah, these are complex is a good word for it. It's like you're a chef or something. Used to be. <laughs> no mo. Uh, so Burning River is the last one. Oh, so we just had Whiskey River. This mm-hmm. is Burning River. Okay. Burning River. Now, this is also a red sauce. This is what I assume is going to be the hottest. Um, but then again, I think it's probably going to taste just like the other one without the whiskey flavor. Because it's got the same stuff. Maybe, yeah. Apple cider, vinegar, jalapenos, crushed tomatoes, salt, garlic, onions. And I've only managed to eat two of the tendies, two of the chicken tendies. So I can f- give you back to you to complete your dinner. That's great because before, yeah, as I gave you the chi- as I gave you the tendies, I was guilting you. I was like, "This is my dinner. <laughs> These five chicken tenders are my You're dinner." Taking food out of my mouth. <laughs> All right, you ready to do it? This yeah. is what is what is this again? Burning River. Burning River. All right, we'll be the judge of that. It smells hot. Yeah, this does smell the hottest of the of the four for sure. All right, but not particularly hot. It's not, but it's good. I like the garlic in this one for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, all four of those. Like those are good sauces. They are good. Thank you, Paul. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good. Good get, Paul. Uh, you know we like spicy stuff. We know and hot sauces in general. I don't think a lot of these were super <laughs> spicy, stuff. but they, they were tasty. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that is uh, Paul Cluel, aka Ruby Baron Paul Cluel of the Loaded Cart Podcast. I'll have a link to uh, his show in uh, the show notes 
for this episode yeah. of TedBog.com. And if you want to be cool and send us hot sauces like Paul, we do have a P.O. Box. That is, uh, you can send that to Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Why'd you say four like that? Because I breathed in. Oh, yeah. I could do it no, all I in one breath. But, oh, I got you. <laughs> four. <laughs> it sounded like an Earthworm Jim sound clip or something. Woo, <laughs> doggy. Four. Groovy. Well, Dave, mm-hmm. I feel like it's about that time. You just want to read from Wikipedia? Time to get loud? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I hear you reading from Wikipedia. And chewing on chicken. Um, so, yes, of course. Let's do a little segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Uh, this is a blind read. Usually I like to read ahead, but not tonight. Yeah. Kid Icarus. Okay, guys. Kid Icarus, or as it's known in Japan, this is not going to be nearly as racist as you might expect. <laughs> Light mythology column. A column? Column. Light mythology colon. Palutena's Mirror. Uh, it is an action platform video game. What a wait! I hold. I gotta back that up. Uh-huh. What a weird name change <laughs> from light mythology Palutena's Mirror to Kid Icarus. Yep. I have a theory, and my theory would be um, that Nintendo of America maybe wanted to quash any kind of like religious stuff. There you go. And they were like, I don't know. We don't want people to think this is an angel. Uh, I He's know. got wings. Who else had wings? Daedalus. Um, <laughs> I don't think I like that. Who else? Icarus? Okay, Icarus. yeah. Let's but like a that. baby version. <laughs> yeah. Kid Icarus? Yeah. <laughs> baby Icarus. No, 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 no. That sounds weird. That's like a, that makes it like a baby game. No one wants to play a fucking baby game. Uh, it is an action platform video game for the family computer disc system in Japan and the Nintendo Entertainment System in Europe and North America. It is the first entry in Nintendo's Kid Icarus series, uh, and it was published in Japan in 1986, and it came out in Europe and North America in 1987. Uh, It came out later. It was re-released on the Game Boy Advance, Wii Virtual Console, all that good stuff. Uh, So the the plot of Kid Icarus revolves around the protagonist. His name is Pitt. Mm -hmm. His name is not Icarus. Not Kid Icarus. Not Kid, not Icarus. Not the Icarus Kid. And I think... I get the Legend of Zelda. Okay, you have your own columns with that, like oh, you know, but your Link. I feel like this one is really ridiculous because Kid Icarus. It's a kid who has wings. Like, why is he not Kid? Like, okay, whatever. Pit, sure, Pit. I don't know. I, and honestly, I didn't even know. I'll be real with you, dude. Mm-hmm. When we uh, our last episode was on Ice Climber, mm-hmm. Pit is also another character that I'm most familiar with from Smash Brothers, the Smash Brothers series. Yeah. And it's like, I played maybe like 10 minutes of Kid Icarus in my life before I played it for this show. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't really like it a whole lot when I first played it. Yeah. I want to get into how I feel about it, and, mm-hmm. you know, now, now currently yeah. and, and just a little bit. But man, when I played it, like, and I remember when Nesticle, the uh, popular NES emulator <laughs> from the early 2000s, <laughs> when I became aware of that thing, I was like, oh, I'm going to play all the games I didn't play as a kid. Kid Icarus was one of them, and um, I don't know, didn't go so well. Didn't go so well. Oh yeah, you had you had choices at that point, so it's like if something didn't hook, you'd be like, fuck, fuck it. That is true. It wasn't a situation where I was like seven years old and stuck with four games. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I had the whole internet library in front of me. Uh, so Kid Icarus in Kid Icarus Pit needs the quest for three sacred treasures. Um, which he must equip to rescue the Grecian fantasy world Angel Land and its ruler, the goddess Palutena. Um, and then he plays Pit and stuff like that. Yep. We'll get into it. We'll get, we got a whole thing about, we got a whole thing about mm-hmm, this game. Mm-hmm. 
Dave. Yeah. I think this, for being a game that is not buggy or shitty, I think this is the hardest NES game I've ever played. Yeah, this this is a hard <laughs> game. Yeah, if you take all like bugs and shit out of that, because it's like there are plenty of NES games that are fucking hard because they're glitchy. Yep. This isn't a glitchy game. I think this is just, in fact, the only joke that I have prepared to bring to the table right now is uh, this game was like ridiculous hard. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, I don't think, man, I don't think Ghosts and Goblins has shit on this game. I think this is harder than that. Ghosts and Goblins is a fickle creature because mm-hmm. it's like Ghosts and Goblins is kind of glitchy. Mm. It, Ghosts and Goblins is kind of janky, but I don't know, man. I think I could beat, I think I could beat Ghosts and Goblins before I beat Kid Icarus. Really? Yeah, I do. Mm. Because it's like, I don't know, man. Kid Icarus, like, I feel like once you figure out the dungeon layouts and stuff like that, like, I think a lot of it. I think a lot of the difficulty of Kid Icarus is the exploration part of it. Kid Icarus is a weird fucking game. Yeah. It is a weird, weird, weird game because it's like, especially having not played it as a kid, having like spent no, really no time with it before now, it's like a combination of like Super Mario Brothers platforming uh, and Ice Climber platforming because mm-hmm. there's like the first area essentially is just vertical platforming. Very Ice Climbers. It style. controls, it's like you're in that uh, certain levels of... World 7 and Mario 3 because it's the vertical and if you walk off the side of the screen you appear on the other side yeah, like wraps. Mm-hmm. yeah like that that's very very different it's from got me. wraps like a mummy <laughs> <laughs> and pit controls like luigi from mario 2 because mm-hmm. it's sort of like he jumps really high it's sort of floaty and he's sort of it's like he's always on ice a little bit like controlling pit is it takes it takes getting used to, which is really fun because there are ice levels later on. <laughs> I don't know. Great. Yeah. So it's like he's extra. I didn't. Ma- I didn't make it that far. But it's also like a combination of Metroid and uh, the Legend of Zelda. It's yeah. like a whole bunch of Nintendo mixed up into one mm-hmm. game. Because yeah, what? Because it's called like Metroid Sister Game. Because they same same designer. They came out on roughly the same time. They were in development at the same mm-hmm. time too, and they're built on the same engine and everything. But uh, other than sort of, I mean, I can see where they control similarly, similarly. But other than that, man, like Kid, Kid Icarus is its own beast. Like it's a, it's a horse of a different color. <laughs> but that being said, like it's hard, and I couldn't get that far in it. Like I got a couple stages in, but I can see where it's, I can see where it's good and it has a dedicated fan base. Like, and I think it's well deserved. Like it's a well done, but just crushingly hard game. I don't think it's a bad game. Um, I feel like we're doing the end of the show first. I'm fine with it. Mm-mm. It's just kind of weird. It's our birthday. Yeah. yeah. We won't. I did that on the Patreon episode. That's for all, everybody who doesn't donate on Patreon. You get a little 50 cent thrown in there. We're cool. We're good friends with 50 cent. He's actually yeah, going to be true. on the show later. Yeah. yeah. We actually call him 50. Yeah, we call him 50. Yeah, it's a yeah. respect thing. Not but 50. you call him 50. 50. I, you call him 50. I call him cent. Yeah. <laughs> we make sure whenever we address him, we have to say together. The order, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Sometimes I fuck up and say it first. <laughs> He does not like it when you call him Scent Fifty. Then you have to go Scent, and I go, "Come a Fifty." <laughs> we're on we're on a last name first name basis. <laughs> uh, but this game is, um, yeah, I mean, it's got like elements of the Legend of Zelda in it, where it's like uh, the way that this game is composed is you go 
through three levels, and at the fourth level in an area is a dungeon, mm-hmm. Zelda style. But it's all side, it's all side scrolling. It's 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 nothing top down like Zelda is. But you do have to navigate through this dungeon, and you have to uh, collect items of power, and you level up. You level up in this game, mm-hmm. which I think is really neat. There is a lot going on yeah. in this game that seems like it is very simplistic. Mm-hmm. This is not a simplistic game. As a kid, there was man, if I. This is a good another one of those good playground games where you can like dig in and a lot of content, talk to your friends about like their different passwords and what items they got and yeah, there's there's as an adult it's hard to play this game because there's a lot to get into. But as like a kid, I would have fucking loved this. I do think it's the kind of game where the longer you play it, the more the more you want to play it. Uh, at least that was the case with me because it's like I probably put like six or seven hours into this game. I didn't beat it. I probably got to I got to the second dungeon, which is like the end of level two. Mm-hmm. Um, of the, it's the end of the second level of four levels um, where it's just like – and also speaking of weird mashups, the fourth level of this game is essentially a side-scrolling shooter. Yeah. Uh, which is very weird. I mean, it, it, this game really doesn't feel like it knew what it wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Either that, or it wanted to do so much and just decided, "Fuck it, we're just we'll gonna just do, do it." Well, yeah, we're just gonna we'll do. We'll be the la- like the last season of Dexter. Yeah, let's right. do all of it. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Well, or they're like, I don't know, man. This Metroid game, this Metroid game is probably gonna do well. Let's just experiment. Let's just play around <laughs> yeah. with Kid Icarus. Yeah, who cares if we don't get a sequel for 20 years? Yeah, I know. It's fine. There are like, what, two other Kid Icarus games? Because what? Yeah, there was one for the Game Boy, and then the other one that came out on like the DS or the 3DS. Yeah, I think it was 3DS, I think. And then he was included in Smash Brothers, so. Mm-hmm. Along with Palutena. Yep. The Goddess of Light. Do you know the story of Kid Icarus? No. Let me tell you the story of Kid Icarus. You're going to love this. Okay, so there was a place called Angel Land. It's Grecian, Tyler. It's <laughs> Grecian. There's no Christian themes whatsoever. <laughs> you know, those Grecian angels. <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. I'm sure they existed. I don't know. Uh, I haven't done like Greek mythology since I was uh, in fourth grade. I don't remember angels, but they were probably there. Um, Angel, Lound, uh, Angel Land, Angel Lounge, which is the, which is the <laughs> yeah. Victoria's Secret Playboy Playhouse, I guess. <laughs> the Angel Lounge. Uh, it is it is not that it is a place that was ruled by two goddesses, Palutena, which I'm probably mispronouncing. Uh, do you know how it's pronounced? Palutena or Palutina? Let's just do Whichever. it. Let's fucking just it's our show. Go for it. Yeah, we can pronounce it however we want. Uh, she administered the light, and Medusa she ruled the darkness. So uh, Pal- what happened was Palutena is helping mankind grow crops, providing light for them to, to, to warm themselves and grow their own food. Uh, meanwhile, Medusa's hindering mankind by denying them light, destroying their crops. So Palutena gets mad. She gets angry. And what does she do? The most logical thing possible. She not only banishes Medusa to the underworld, uh, but before she does that, she's like, I'm gonna make you a hideous monster, and uh, that which seems really fucking spiteful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay. there's no way this will ever backfire. You're a hideous monster. Also, go to hell literally. <laughs> uh, so that happens. Medusa gets banished, uh, which is really fucking harsh. I get it, Med- but Medusa's also just kind of doing her job. She's the goddess of fucking darkness and shit. Mm-hmm. What, what do you expect her to do? <laughs> I, I mean, I feel You're like right. I mean, what do you what are you gonna do? 
so she, Medusa decides she's going to get her revenge by taking over the seat of Palutena's rule, which is the palace in the sky. Uh, so Medusa takes all of the monsters in the underworld and unites them under one banner, which is to destroy um, the angels and Palutena. So this monster army goes to war with the angels. This is all Greek mythology. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, completely, <laughs> completely. Yeah, yeah, Greek. Medusa's army fucking rolls all over the, the army of light. Turns all these fucking angels into statues. Um, and she imprisons Palutena and bathes the world in darkness. So Palutena, what she does is she uses her last bit of magical strength to reach out to Pitt. Who is who is her former bodyguard, leader of her bodyguards, and he is in uh, uh, an underworld dungeon. He's been taken prisoner by Medusa and mm. Medusa's minions. Mm. She uses her last bit of magical energy to contact him and provide him with a bow and arrow, uh, and give him the mission to rescue everybody. And it's all it's all up to Pit. Yeah, <laughs> it's one hundred percent Pit. No, climb out of hell, defeat all, defeat all of hell, yet save me. Yeah, we could we couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No, you you got the, me, bro. The army couldn't do it, but you <laughs> you're essentially Rambo of angels. There you go. So we need your help. Uh, Pitt escapes the dungeon and sets out to rescue Palutena and Angel Land uh, by reclaiming three sacred treasures and defeating Medusa. So that's it. That's the setup. That's all in the instruction manual. The instruction mm-hmm. manual is actually. I really like looking over it because there's a lot of, it just feels like a, a lot of effort went into it. It's like 24 pages. Oh, so it's like, okay. it has like the lore. It, it does have like shitty's 80, 80s art in it. And by that, I mean, it's like <laughs> as a graphic designer, it's weird looking at like a published piece and being like, that literally looks like a 12 year old drew it. <laughs> uh, and it does, it does. And that's like looking at old and I love it. I mean, I'm not like, it's got its charm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like those old. So will my learning graphic design T-shirts. Oh yeah, they're t- yeah. yeah. I know Just all charm. I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it also reminds me of like the old D and D manuals and rule books, oh, where it's like that art is not good, but it's right. like it's so charming because mm-hmm. it's it's almost quaint. It's almost like a Cracker Barrel menu. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's a like, demonic Cracker Barrel menu. Yeah, it's Aww. like yeah, the the fiend folio of Cracker Barrel. <laughs> uh, excuse me, uh, Miss. I'd like to see your fiend folio <laughs> menu, please. I would like to order one Demogorgon, <laughs> the old Satan's breakfast, <laughs> right, with a side of Orcus fries, please. Oh man! So that's the story. That's the story. What do you think? <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot. Sure. What do you think, do you think about the story? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I don't think it's I think it's pretty in depth for it. Yeah, better than game. a lot of Nintendo game stories. Yeah. Now to be fair, I did not read the Ice Climber instruction manual. That's true. And to be so fair, then, like 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 it's the Bible. So it's like they copied that out of the Bible. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is I think actually Kid Icarus is the lost book of the Bible. I read that. Uh huh. Um, on uh, Bible.com. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Icarus. Icarus. Kid Icarus. Oh, well, there's Icarus and then Kid Icarus. But they have, <laughs> they both talk about Jesus, but in conflicting viewpoints. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to remember the time. Um, I don't I don't know, man. I, I, I thought the instruction manual was 100% necessary. Yeah. 
if you, if it's not if you don't have the instruction manual, which there's a PDF online, that's what I read. But like you need that or a guide or a fact or something, or else you are not going to understand this game. No, not like at it all. Is, like it is a complex fucking game that looks so simple on on the outside. Yeah, you just start playing, and it's. I remember playing it as a kid and like thinking it looked weird, and I was shooting stuff and missing, and like jump up two screens, dead, like. Just crushing as a kid. So I was like, fuck this. Well, and you start out really underpowered. Yeah. Because you level up in the game. Like you start you start at the beginning. You are not really good at all. Like the character is like so weak and like has so little health too. I mean, you mm. take like three or four hits and you're done. Um you do play as um an angel. Uh, who is really more Cupid than he is Icarus. Yeah. Kid Cupid would have been like probably a more like appropriate name, but mm-hmm. then again, I guess maybe they thought that... That's Roman. Yeah, right, so, yeah. And no it's, way, it's right out. And it's about lust. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what happens if Cupid hits... What happens if Cupid hits a man around another uh, man? Um... <laughs> Help me, Mike Pence. Yeah. Help me. That's why, a uh, little secret, that's why Kid Icarus was taken out of the Bible. That chapter oh, was taken oh, out. Yeah, that's why he didn't get a sequel for 20 years. Right, yes. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Thanks for getting us that Kid Icarus sequel. By the way, can we publish b- the Bible too? <laughs> can, <laughs> it's about time. Can we do this? Can we please? I feel like we or can. Or like actually. a short prequel to the Bible. Yeah, Like, right. what did God do before he made the universe? Right. Like, what was, what was going on? You know what, man? I really like the Bible, but I fucking hated the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> that was some straight garbo. Did you hear Disney bought God and they're, <laughs> they're making more? Did you hear Disney bought God and then killed him? Uh, and then made a whole bunch of movies about him. <laughs> that can be a reference to anything. It's true. <laughs> Not necessarily Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, so you do play as uh, Pitt, who is essentially just think of Cupid, and that's who Pitt is. Yeah, he's he's a uh, he is a childish looking character. He's cherubic, yeah, uh, there you go. with like curly hair. Uh, he's got like a Spike Spiegel haircut, and he is uh, short. He's wearing a tunic, uh, and he has a very small bow from which he fires mm-hmm. arrows at enemies. Uh, that has a very limited range. Uh, he can shoot. The good news is he can shoot in. Three directions. Yeah. He can shoot left and right and up. That's mm-hmm. kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shooting up is kind so of I didn't big even deal. realize that for quite a while. That makes a huge difference. Yep. Yeah. Shooting up, uh, especially in like the vertical scrolling levels where it's like enemies are always f- coming down the fucking on ghosts that move like Medusa's head in Castlevania. Yeah, mm. totally. And then there's like, there's some really good sprite work in this game too. Like one of my favorite fucking enemies in this game, uh, as far as art goes, mm-hmm. are these, they're, they're called one eyes, I think, or mono eyes. And they, essentially to me look like um, they straight up look like a Matt Grenning uh, illustration or something (laughs) because it's like they're these orange uh, little orbs uh, essentially beholders without the eye stalks um, and they have these yellow eyes and the I mean it looks wonderful and then there's also it's weird man because like some of the sprites are really nice like that and then some of the other sprites just feel like we gotta go we gotta get this cartridge like in stores (laughs) Now, now, finish up what you're doing, and let's ship it. So I don't know what the story is there. What noise do you think the Grim Reaper would make? Uh, probably. <laughs> 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 
screeching. Do you know what his name is? Uh uh-uh. uh. It is Reaper. Uh, and when he screeches, he's like summons those four little the, reapers. The scream reaper, the screeper. The screeper. <laughs> Do you know what the little reapers are called? Annoying as hell. That is true. Their official name, though, is the Reapettes. So it's, <laughs> it, is, it is Reaper and the Reapettes. <laughs> and he's impossible to kill. Oh, I fucking hate at him. At first. Um, so this is a nice um, this is a nice example of the leveling system because it's like when you start out those the reaper is impossible to kill oh, you man. cannot kill him it does not he's matter how awful. many you how many arrows you pump into him as far as I know he's he's unkillable but when you level up your your bow now you're able to kill him uh, and you level up your bow by um, uh, there are a few different ways. Essentially, if um, you there are these doors that you have that you'll find. It felt monster party ish in the fact there were like these random totally. ass doors totally. that sometimes go nowhere, yeah. sometimes they do. That's a good. Sometimes point. they're bosses. I learned something about because of Twitch chat. I did stream this on Twitch. There's a, a link in the show notes if you want to check out some of the gameplay. Um, someone in Twitch chat told me because I went into an empty room and I was like, "What is this fucking empty room about?" Uh, and someone in Twitch chat was like, oh, there'd be something here if you did better. <laughs> ah, I see. And that's how the leveling system works. It's really, I think, kind of cool. Because uh, up until now, we've played a lot of games that were like, that are score chasing games. Mm-hmm. Like Ice Climber, for example, Galaga, stuff like that. This game rewards you based on your score uh, and how well you do. Um, and so it's like the, that room that I went in that was empty. Uh-huh. If I had a higher score, had done better, killed more enemies, when I went into that room, there would have been a god there who's like, guess who's getting a level up, dog? It's you. Mm. And then he would have leveled up my my bow. See, because, man, I just felt like this game was like – it's a lot easier just to fucking jump over enemies and and book it yeah book it up yeah it is way easier than just like killing shit yeah I think you're right but so, I mean I like killing shit yeah. so I mean I spent a lot of time doing that oh I just avoided shit and just ran for the <laughs> really? ran for the door yeah well I wanted to kill stuff because I found myself farming hearts yeah uh, like Castlevania enemies drop hearts and you and you use those hearts as currency to buy weapon upgrades and and stuff like that yeah because you find random vendors and doors. Selling all sorts of stuff. Yep. Uh, there are vendors that sell new weapons, which I think are really great. There's like the um, – there's a rod that essentially gives you two Iune stones that like – I'm sure everybody here is familiar with Iune oh, stones yeah, yeah, from yeah, D&D. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are these two little stones that uh, revolve around you. They orbit around pit and intercept enemies. Um, and you can do cool shit with it like just stand right outside of an enemy's range and let those – let those Iune stones uh, kill the enemy for mm-hmm. you. Uh, there is a bow upgrade, uh, which allows you to apply like fire damage to your bow. Uh, and then there's another bow upgrade, which allows you to shoot your arrows farther. And yeah, that'd be real nice. It'd be yeah, real nice. Yeah, because the range on the bow is not great. Yeah. For, for starters. You, it's I mean, about like Simon Belmont's whip. Yeah, you're right. No, I mean, you're totally right. It, it's not much farther than that. Um, but I mean, this is where like, I mean, I'm serious, dude, dude, I think this game is complex as hell mm-hmm. and it's pretty obtuse unless you read a guide or the instruction manual or something like that. Because it's like when I played this in the early 2000s on Nesticle, I had no fucking clue what was going on. Yeah. None. Zero. Um, and I never, ever, ever would have been able to complete the game. But I mean, yeah, it's it's super it's super complex because it's like not only that, but it's like okay, you can buy these weapons, these Iune stones, this rod of power, and this bow upgrade, but you cannot use it unless you have a certain amount of health. 
and you can't get a certain amount of health unless you level up, and you can't level uh, up unless you uh, are killing enemies and progressing through the game. Gotcha. So it's a really bizarre leveling system, but um, I think it's I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, for a game like this, which is essentially a side-scrolling platformer, got a little bit of everything. I appreciate that. Uh, which sometimes doesn't work for me. Sometimes when a game has a whole bunch of everything, I fucking hate it. Yeah. Uh, but this I thought was okay. Uh, but like I said, I didn't beat it. I only got through about halfway through the game. That's still that's that's still impressive. So. I, I do want to finish it, but the 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 list of games that we've talked about on the show that I want to finish is getting really really long. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to do yep. it. I think the music is great. The music and the sound effects. You like the music? Yeah. That oh. first as soon as you, as soon as you. As soon as you start playing, yeah, that's that is a that is a good opening song. You know, I don't disagree, but I also don't think the music was very memorable. Oh no, man! I I remember that and I remember that intro for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. None of the songs stuck with me except for one because uh, I thought it was hilarious. And level two, there is straight up a public domain like Civil War era song in this game, <laughs> and it was driving me crazy because I'm playing it on Twitch and I'm like. Does anybody know what the fuck this song is? Because it sounds like drum and fife kind of shit. What is this? <laughs> time Lord Josh Edwards and mm. Paul Pig, um, around the same time, uh, let me know. It's a song called The Girl I Left Behind, uh, which I'll have a link to that in the show notes, mm. which is straight up an American military, <laughs> like 1800s <laughs> song. I don't know if this is what was used in the Japanese version or or what, but I did think it's like when the Earthbound Earthbound had plenty of the Beatles in it, so why not? Why not have some (laughs) Civil War? Why not have some Civil War shit there? (laughs) So I don't know, man. Whenever I'm playing a game and I hear like a public domain song in it, it's just kind of like, come on. (laughs) Seriously, come on. Oh, and the saves. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, like, look, I love me some Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and I love Casino Night Zone, and I love that music, but it is a remix of the Saints, when the Saints go marching in. It just is. <laughs> so anytime something like that happens, it's just kind of like, I don't know, man. I feel like you guys can try it a little bit hard. I realize you're making Metroid at the same time, the game that everybody fucking loves. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, come on. Yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong. Um. Yeah, there are a lot of items. Like, I wish I wish I would have had the instruction booklet to have learned what items did or how to accrue things to buy. Because you just get like small hearts or half hearts. Certain rooms would have these flying, flashing Groucho marks, like nose I'm mustache. So glad you, <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you said that. Do you know what those enemies are called? Mm-mm. They're in the instruction manual. I love this instruction Damn. manual. I have to pronounce this very clearly, okay? I th- so to not get into <laughs> any kind of trouble, those are called spec noses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming because of spectacles in the nose, right? Spec noses, or they're spectacular noses. They're spe- they are spectacular, <laughs> but they do. They, it's crazy. They <laughs> look like fucking yeah. flying Groucho Marx disguises. Yeah, that's all. The, yeah, exactly what they are. You do. They give like giant hearts when you kill them. But, yeah, they do. But they're also hard. And um, that's just one of the chambers. Like, there's different types of chambers. One of the chambers is you walk into it, and it's just swarming with enemies that you have to kill mm-hmm. um, and collect the hearts. It's essentially there just for you to 
hopefully uh, not take a bunch of damage. I mean, it's a good thing. You can just say, fuck it, and walk right back out if you want to. And usually once you walk back out, it clears the enemies that are on the screen when you walked in the doorway. And the fucking power-ups, man. Because it's Uh, like, there are so many times where it's like, there's been a potion that's been right outside that'll like heal my life back. And it's like, I tell you what, I need that potion right now, but I'm smart. I'm going to go through that door, and I'm going to fight all those spec noses and mm. uh, come back out injured. I'm going to grab that potion. Nah, dog. They <laughs> thought about that. It is, it is gonzo. 100%. Mm. That's all I, That's pretty much all I have to say about it because, like, yeah, there's a lot of nuance to it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it is, like, the, act, the action of it is straightforward. There's just a lot of add-ons. Yeah, the action, I think you're right. The action is straightforward. It's pretty much either vertical platforming, side-scrolling platforming, uh, and then the dungeon levels, which is pretty much just exploration. I feel like those levels are very Metroid-esque because Mm -hmm. you have to memorize the dungeon um, and remember how to get back to places and and stuff like that. I didn't even get get that far to get to one of those, so... Um, they're hard. Yeah. Yeah. The dungeons, I think, are really, really hard. Um, and they get bigger because the first dungeon took me a long time. And then when I got to the second dungeon, it's crazy because it's like getting from the first dungeon to the second dungeon was easy. Once I got out of the first dungeon, it was like, I feel like I've got my grips on this game. And I was able to kind of knock out the next three levels and then hit a wall in the the next dungeon. But then again... Anybody who's listened to the show for any length of time knows I don't love games where exploration is key. And that's totally what the dungeons are about. And it's like... It's not the exp- it's not the exploration that bothers me so much. It's the whenever I'm in a dungeon in Kid Icarus, I feel like I am just trying to get through it without taking any damage because it's like as I'm exploring, uh, going from room to room, those rooms respawn with enemies. So it's like if I, if I'm just kind of looking around trying to get my bearings and find out where I am and where I need to go, I'm constantly being bombarded by enemies. Um, they do have shops in the dungeons, which is kind of nice where you can like buy healing potions and stuff like that. Yep. But then it just seems like this, I'm just prolonging the inevitable where it's like, okay, I'll buy this healing potion and then go to the next room and lose that health that I just bought. And now I'm short on hearts because I just bought that potion. And it's just like, it's just, it's stressful. Yeah. It, it's just stressful. Um, it's not that bad once you like know the route and stuff like that, but it's learning that route that is just, I don't know, painful. I've got other things I want to talk about about the game if you're cool with yeah, it. Yeah, do I mean, it. I don't roll, to, roll out. I don't mean to bombard the episode with, nah, dog. with, with Kid Ick. Hey, you're, when it comes to like a challenging, nose the grindstone sort of game, you're better than I am. So I expect you to have more to say about it. I do, I do like games. I do like challenging games. So, so you're, you're right. Um, I have a, I have a, pet peeve about this game and I like how it controls except for one thing the ducking I don't know if you ran into a problem with the ducking but it's like you can press down and Pitt will duck and he will also fall through a platform that is (laughs) I've killed myself doing that I I mean I'm serious dude you just tap down and this motherfucker is dropping through a platform. So it's like there are instances in this game where I was playing and it's like something is attacking me. I could dodge it by ducking, but if I duck, I will plummet to my death. So I'm just going to go ahead and take this hit so that I don't die instantly because falling to your death kills you instantly. Yep. It's better just to take the hit from yeah. whatever it is, the the spec nose. Um, yeah, once the screen scrolls up, it will not scroll back down. Yeah, it's just line of death. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do not go to the bottom. There is an item called um, it's it's called by two names: uh, the angel's wings and the angel's feather. That will, if you fall in a pit, it'll bounce you back up. Ah, so that's nice. That is nice. It's very expensive. Yeah. I was only able to buy it one time um, and didn't fall down. Didn't yeah. fall down when I got <laughs> it. So I don't. I don't even know if that works. That's just the thing that I heard. Mm. Um, there are. Okay, so there are. I mentioned earlier in the story that the the good angels, uh, Palutena's angels, were turned to stone by Medusa and her army. In the game, you collect mallets as pit, and when you get to a dungeon level, you will find statues, angel statues, and you can essentially press select to unequip your bow and equip a hammer, and you can smash a statue, which you would think would permanently kill the angel forever, mm-hmm. but what it does is actually freeze it. Um, so if you go into a dungeon with a bunch of hammers, the goal is to free a whole bunch of them. And what, th- what happens is when you get to the boss of that dungeon, those centurions come to your aid. And essentially every time you fire your bow, they fire with you. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a neat kind of thing. Um, of course, when I watched like, um, Darkwing Duck is a speedrunner and, um, uh, Edgelord Kyle shared a video of Darkwing Duck speedrunning this game, and it's like he beats it. He be, he made the world record like just I think like a week or two ago, and of course like he's not freeing any of the angels or anything. Mm. He's just like he knows what to do. He goes in there and just fucking blasts the boss like I never fucking could. Uh, so of course I was breaking these fucking angels out just to h- help me wreck shop later on. I think it's a really cool mechanic. Uh, there's also let's see. In the chambers, so we mentioned the chambers where you go in and the Groucho Marx glasses are flying around and stuff like that. There's also a bonus room, uh, which is essentially like a toad house from from Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, but there are pots that you need to shoot with your arrows. And there are items that you want inside these ceramic pots. I got those once and got a repet. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that is the god of poverty. Uh, and it, to me, the God of Poverty totally looks like the priest that is going to marry Beetlejuice to Lydia Dietz. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it is like absolutely what the God of Poverty looks like. Um, and yes, I always got him too. If you get the, if you get the God of Poverty, you lose all of the items that you just got in that chamber and it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. There's also uh, Hot Springs. That's another chamber that you can get. Did you run into these? Uh-uh. Okay, so Hot Springs, the water in this game looks like kind of like a saw blade. It's just like, it's like a jagged saw teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a Hot Spring is yellow water, which... But say, how would you fucking know the would, I know, exactly. <laughs> like, the first time I ran across it, I was like, because I've seen red water, and I know that hurts. That's lava. Uh, and it's like, I've seen blue water and that doesn't even act like water. You just die. Uh, so it's like, I don't know. Is that pee? Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It might be pee. Uh, but if you go in there, it, it starts to heal you up, which is nice, man. Like whenever you run across that shit, it's like, fuck yes. Uh, although it's usually positioned, like I found like it's usually positioned like immediately after a location where I've spent a bunch of money on a potion and it's like, sweet, I don't need this anymore. Great. Um, another thing that I think we absolutely need to talk about, uh, that I think is iconic to this game are the eggplant wizards. Are you familiar with the eggplant wizards? Uh, just from Captain in- uh, Captain in the Game Masters. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad that you, cause I am not familiar with that show at all. So the eggplant wizards are in he's Captain one of, he's, he's one of the mother brains, like top henchmen. Cause Kid Icarus is in it. And of course he's 
small and they didn't have a good voice for him. Is that what Kid Icarus sounds like? To my recollection, like <laughs> yeah, Meg- see, Mega Man didn't even have a voice. He was just Rah! the toad, was essentially. Green. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good Patreon series. The Captain N yeah, stuff. Yeah, going through Captain N. You know, it's weird, man. I love video games as a kid. I really did, but that show did not appeal to me. Oh, yeah. Like, on man, I was fucking nuts for it. Any fucking level. I like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I like the Legend of Zelda show, but it's just like, man, Captain I, I N- took an NES controller and wove it through my belt loops like his <laughs> belt. Like, <laughs> I loved it. Nice. I thought you were going to go in the direction, like, uh, when I was a kid, what I would do when I wanted a Nintendo uh, was made a Nintendo controller out of cardboard, <laughs> attached a string to it as it would be a cord, and then uh, whenever the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers Super Show would come on, I there would yell for go. my mom, ah, Super Mario Brothers is on, Mom, like, to try to get her attention. I was going, <laughs> I was going for pity. I knew what I was doing. And then I would, like, get some scotch tape and tape the end of the string to the television, and then I would sit there with my cardboard controller and pretend to play the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers Super Show. <laughs> this was my pathetic bid for my parents to buy me an NES. Yeah, do the same thing, but just with porn. Look, oh, look what's on. <laughs> Nikki, look. Look what this girl, look what this girl is doing. <laughs> or rather, letting be done to her. And you've got your Nintendo controller just... Mm. <laughs> But the eggplant wizards are the fucking worst things in this fucking game because they are um, they are envision a vision like a mage in a robe with a staff. All right, now take out the end of that, the top of that staff, put an eggplant on it, <laughs> and then replace the face of the wizard with an eggplant. You could, you could either major, uh, major, specialize in. What do you major in? Eggplants. <laughs> eggplant. Eggplants. Abduration, eggplant conjuration, divination, eggplants. Eggplantracy. <laughs> Aubergine. Ooh. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because that is it Aubergine. Mm-hmm. That's another. That's what it's called word. everywhere else. <laughs> I think I'm going to start calling them that because guess what else I learned while playing this game? Uh, eggplant is a racial slur that I had no idea my entire fucking life. For who? Do you know? Do you not? No. No, you don't know? Uh, I can't tell. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell if you know or not. Did you I, know this? I really don't know. You really don't know? Uh-uh. I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. I'm not fucking with you. I have um, no clue. It is a... Sp- Go to Urban Dictionary, type in okay. eggplant. Uh, and what'll come up is a, it's an Italian slang for a black person. <laughs> and it took me a minute because it's like I read it and I was like, I don't... Oh, okay. I guess I get it now. But that's uh, that's a bad. That's a that's a dumb one, that's, Italy. <laughs> that's not great. That's not great. I don't like it. So now it's like ever since I learned that, I'm like, fuck. I cannot say that word ever again. <laughs> what are you having? Oh, aubergines. Aubergines. I'm having aubergines. Oh my god! Look, you must be horny. You sent me a whole bunch of aubergine emotes. <laughs> well, it's like I think everywhere else in the world, a pineapple is called like ananas. Ananas? Ananas or ananas. Really? Yeah. Everywhere else, but America's like, oh, pineapple. Pineapple. That's what it is. <laughs> it's it's prickly like an apple. You know what? Pineapple. It's fine. It's my favorite fruit. My favorite fruit, too. Did you know that pineapple is Italian slang for a uh, gypsy? <laughs> 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 gypsy is the American slang. <laughs> So the eggplant wizards um, will fire eggplants at you from their staff, and if the eggplant touches you, guess what happens? 
you turn into an eggplant. You turn into an eggplant boy. <laughs> That's right. And uh, an aubergine. Sorry. <laughs> you turn into an aubergine and uh, with feet. And all you can do is move. You can move and jump. You cannot fire a weapon. Uh, so getting turned into an eggplant is a really fucking bad thing. Yeah. Because uh, there's only one way to remove the eggplant from you. The aubergine, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is to find a hospital that is hidden inside the dungeon. If you don't know where that, if you don't know where that hospital is... You are fucking dead trying to find it. <laughs> Even if you know where it is, you have to platform back to that hospital <sighs> without being able to kill a single fucking thing, uh, and you're going to take a bunch of fucking damage. That's sad, man. That's how I'll play the game, so it doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best part about being turned into an aubergine <laughs> is uh, when you go into the room, there is a nurse there. When you go into the hospital room, there's a nurse there who, quote unquote, removes your eggplant curse. Uh, which is mm. what I'm going to call getting a handy mm. from yeah. here on out. <laughs> oh, I'm heavy with eggplants. Please, I'm so heavy. Take this burden from remove, me. Remove my curse. <laughs> Use thine hand, maiden. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Um, really, that's. I mean, I could go on, but I mean, the only other thing that I want to talk about is this game doesn't have a, a standard game over screen. Uh, whenever you die in this game, Pitt gives you a buffalo shot or an upskirt uh, mm. as he dies, mm. and the screen goes black with white text that says, I'm finished! <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, could also be the eggplant his, his curse, curse is being removed. removed. <laughs> the nurse keeps going, like, no, 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 no I'm finished. No, 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 When she keeps tugging. <laughs> uh, if you're curious, I think when she keeps when she keeps sucking is a subreddit. Uh, <laughs> it's the RoboCop, like yes, motion. yeah. It's all yeah. like I think it's all like memes like that. <laughs> right, right, yeah, the RoboCop like <laughs> twitching from side to side. Uh, and the only other thing I've got is this game has multiple endings. If you beat this mm. game at like max level uh, with everything, 999 hearts, like if you have everything maxed out, you get the good ending. Which I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I'm going to go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, you free Palutena, and she's thanking you, and her staff that she's holding flashes with bright light, because she's the goddess of light. Mm-hmm. She's the light administrator. And when it flashes, you turn into a buff Icarus. You turn, <laughs> you turn, you turn into man Icarus. Uh, it's your Final Fantasy class up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's a man baby. And he is, it's literally a man baby. Because not a little like, manlet like, like Pitt is. No, not a, manlet. Yeah, not a man nugget. Totally. <laughs> uh, and what happens is Palutena falls in love with you. And gives you a smoocher. Uh, so it's like, I'm going to turn you into what I think is attractive. Now I like it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for saving the world. Um, you're still un- you're still an unfuckable child. But here, uh, this isn't weird at all. Let me turn you into... A fuckable child. A fuckable child. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Chris Hansen shows up. It's a whole deal. But you know what? I'm Roy Moore, God of life. <laughs> Uh, that's the next Tadpog shirt that you have to design. <laughs> it's great because like people can wear it ironically and unironically. It's their choice. <laughs> 
But yes, she gives him a, this man-child a smoocher, and then little cherubs show up and sprinkle hearts down upon you. Mm. Uh, if you don't get all of the things maxed out, you remain an f- unfuckable child, uh, and you get a cool helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Here you go. Hey, you go. Pat, Pat. I appreciate it. Uh did you have any achievements? I do have some achievements. Um, I have 22 achievements, which I have whittled down to, I think, five. So I've got 22 achievements, but I'm only going to give five of those. Okay. So you're probably asking, why the hell do you have 22 achievements? And it's because I've got way too much fucking time. All I do is sit, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, Kid Icarus achievements. And I just no. crank them out. I just crank them out. You got a whiteboard where you're just... <laughs> Just jotting shit down. Ah, you know the South Park episode where they're making fun of Family Guy and they got the man in tees with the beach <laughs> balls. That's essentially how I come up with achievements. No, the real reason I have twenty-two achievements, or no, actually it's twenty-three. My bad. The reason I have twenty-three achievements is because um, when I stream the games for the show on Twitch, um, I invite anybody there to offer an achievement. Mm-hmm. And what I've been doing is taking those and. Making a big old contest out of it. It's a big old. It's a big old Dave Dave uh, contest where it's like I'm gonna pick the my favorite ones. So what I've done is I have picked five of my favorite ones, uh, and then I threw one in that I absolutely had to. Okay. That that's just me. All right, here we go. First one, credit goes to Shadowrunner Cody. Uh, I love the name of this achievement. Uh, too legit to pit. and uh, in order to unlock too legit to pit I did alter the achievement a little bit Uh, you need to escape a falling death by using the angel's wings which pop you back up because you're too legit you're too legit to pit hey hey (laughs) Uh, next achievement I love this one a lot is Kidicarus and in order to unlock Kidicarus you need to have an uh, aubergine wizard turn you into an aubergine. Uh, and that is, uh, credit goes to Zalnop uh, mm-hmm. for, for that one. Thank you, Zalnop. Uh, we've got <laughs> we've got one from Edgelord Kyle. Uh, the achievement is Lorena Bobbitt. And in order to <laughs> unlock Lorena Bobbitt, you need to visit the nurse to remove your eggplant. <laughs> uh, the next achievement is I want to know what love is. That uh, credit goes to Time Lord Josh Edwards for that one. In order to unlock, I want to know what love is. You need to collect 99, I'm sorry, 999 hearts. Um, Oof. Because those are the symbol of love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alternatively, this is not, this is my doing. This is not Josh's. Um, I think that you, if you play the game with somebody who does not share your nation of origin, uh, if you play it with a foreigner, then you can unlock, I want to know what love is. Because they are the band that they're in. Okay, you got it. All right. Oh, you got it. Okay. Uh, okay. Last achievement, and this one is mine, is uh, this is also a song achievement. Now you're a man. <laughs> in order to unlock, <laughs> now you're a man. You need to get the good ending, turn into a fuckable child, and kiss Palutena. <laughs> So uh, there are a whole bunch of other really good achievements, uh, but I've decided over like the last few episodes, like I gotta fucking I, <laughs> like when I read like eight or nine achievements, it's like I can't I can't be doing that. <laughs> Do you have any achievements, Tyler? Uh, I've got two. Uh, the first one is uh, Simon Belmont. You unlock Simon Belmont when you kill the Reaper. Excellent. And then it's good for kids, and you unlock that whenever you get a glass of wine and refill your health. 
Wait, I don't I don't get the reference. It's just it's it's a Nintendo game just marketing to kids. Like, hey, wine's oh, good. It's good for kids. It's grape juice. It's kid Icarus. It's yeah. good for kids. It's, for, it's great for kids. Kids love it. You know what? Mom approved. Mom approved. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I've got a few questions for Hell you. Hell yes. Um, on this show, we like to rate games based on a beard and glasses scale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? It would be the long, white beard of Old Testament God. Old Testament God? Old Testament God. Is the God. beard, like, cropped? Is it like a sexy, suave beard in oh, the Oh, no, New it's, it's old and rat. Like, oh, it's super old Yeah, in New yeah, yeah. Because the okay. old, I mean, Old Testament God is fucking rough, man. Old yeah. Testament God don't take no shit. But I figured, right. But in New Testament, he's like he's kind of like a friendly God. Yeah, he's like modern, like like... Cool God. That's why I think yeah. he's like kind like, of. Oh, I'm I'm the cool forgiving. Yeah, God. I'm not like Old Testament. Fucking kill your whole family because <laughs> you looked at an ox, God. <laughs> not the uh, hey hey dog, sacrifice your kid. Oh shit! No, you're gonna do it. No 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 no. No, 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 no. no I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Old Testament God is a troll, <laughs> like the king of trolls. <laughs> so yeah, I mean he, he's. I mean, he's sort of compared to like New Testament God. He's sort of like outdated. I guess he still has his fans because like the Jewish people he still don't has really because the Jewish people don't believe the New Testament. They just go to the Old Testament. So they still have, he still has his fans, and he's difficult. He's really difficult. And he's really hard. You know, I don't mean to sound like a hipster or anything, but mm-hmm. I like God before he was like loving. <laughs> <laughs> before he got all Jesusy on us. <laughs> before he gave a damn about humanity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love that beer. That's good. Uh, Tyler, if you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would those okay. be? Okay, I mean, glasses are something... Marks glasses. Something wrong. Oh, shit, I should have <laughs> thought about that. Something round you can look through. Yeah. Glasses. Yeah. So I give it the eye of a needle that a rich man is trying to, like, pass through. <laughs> no! <laughs> with the Groucho Marx disguise. <laughs> what is going on here? Wait. Okay, the eye of a needle that who is trying to pass through? Uh, a, it is easy. A, ca- a camel? I'm trying to the, the Bible quote about oh. how hard it is to get into heaven. <laughs> oh, super! is it really that hard? It's huh? easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get into heaven. I see. Yeah. So, okay. so I'm trying to get that camel through uh-huh. through the eye of a needle. Because oh <laughs> this game's really hard. Jesus Christ. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no Christian overtones in this game. That's Tyler. true. I don't know. I don't Zeus. Know. Zeus. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, dude. I enjoy those beers and glasses very Thank much. You. Thank you. I have. I'm sure Miller did too. <laughs> yeah, why is that? Oh, he big gives God me more. Fan. He, he, <laughs> huge huge God fan. Huge camel fan. <laughs> Hates rich people, loves camels. <laughs> Let all the camels in. That's all his business to the, the, the eye of a needle. You know what? I'm not going to lie. Now, I'm going to go on the record. God can listen to this podcast if he wants. <laughs> God, if God wants to listen to this podcast, he can. But if heaven's full of camels and poor people, <laughs> I don't know that I want to be there. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I mean, if it's like I'm just looking around, and every time I look, it's well, a fucking and Mormons, camels, poor people, <laughs> camels, and Mormons. Poor people and Mormons. You know what? 
I'm okay with. We haven't made a good Mo- we haven't made a good Mormon goof in a while. I'm all right with Mormon. I remember someone got really mad at us a long time ago for yeah. making a Mormon joke, and then a Mormon true. defended us. Like, no, I thought it was funny. It's fine. I I, I love that. I love Defender Mormon. <laughs> um, that was so long ago. I cannot remember I either. who that was and if they are now regular listeners or not. Yeah, that's I, very. I don't possible. recall. So hey, if you stuck up for us, thank you. Thank you. We don't mean Mormons any disrespect. <laughs> I think um, uh, I well, I don't think I dated a Mormon in high school. I did date a Mormon in high school, and she. Was hot. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it there. <laughs> Remember, I, what a guy we used to be friends with also dated a Mormon girl, and he could finger her as long as she didn't drink any Mountain Dew that day. That's that was good. that was her rule. Yeah, that's a good. She she was not as strict a Mormon as the one I dated. <laughs> but then again, I'll be honest, I was. Very... She was like pouring Mountain Dew down your hand whenever you were. Fingering. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get at her. And she's like, <laughs> she's squirting me with Mountain get, Dew. Get, get the Dew up in there. <laughs> do the Dew. Do it already. <laughs> hey, baby, you want to do it? <laughs> uh, only if it's real uh, cane sugar and not high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> All I can do is give you some mellow yellow. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here with that shit. Get out of here with your pee jokes. <laughs> Let me get you pregnant. Put the mellow yellow in the bed. That is that is totally where babies come from. We've just we've look. The worst thing that could possibly happen is if the dog pees on the bed and then the mom gets in there and falls asleep. That's what Hitler experimented with. <laughs> right? Yeah, that is why Hitler needed the Necronomicon to make fucking puppy babies. Have the dog pee in the bed. You, did, you, did you know that is why? <laughs> that's why the Axis lost. <laughs> uh, it's because of all the fucking dog dog experiments, <laughs> the dog woman experiments. Okay, so- every bed in Poland will be full of dog bees. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how we got there. What crosses the Maginot Line? Dog bees. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a girl dog pee, it's fine. That's what that's what the Nazis that's discovered. That's what Old Testament God said. Right. That that's what that's what was passed down to us <laughs> from the tablets from which Moses read. Uh, everything else was just invented by Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> the third the third testament, ten through fifteen, were all about dog piss. All about dog piss. All about that dog pee pee. That's why do, do dogs pass through the the eye of the needle? They don't. Mm-mm. Do all dogs go to heaven? Uh, a heaven. God would have made a movie about it if it didn't. A heaven. <laughs> Dog heaven. That's very different. Dog yeah. heaven actually equals hell. <laughs> uh, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got some more questions for you. Yeah. I want to know if you were to buy Kid Icarus online right now on price charting. Where do you, mm-hmm. how much do you think? It, how much do you think it would show up for on price charting? Uh, used, mm. loose, as the kids call it. See, I haven't seen this game a whole lot. Looser than a Mormon girl hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry, Mountain Dew. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, Pepsi and Pepsi products. Is Mountain Dew Pepsi? Yeah, I think It has so. to be. Like, I think so. All that Pepsi's got going for it is Mountain Dew and Dr. Pepper, right? Yeah. Right. I like Diet Pepsi because it does have any aspartame, but okay. that's, all just, that's yeah. a whole separate thing. To each his own, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, $16. $16. Tyler, actual retail value of Kid Icarus used loose 
mm. on price charting. Mm. Also, I want to just go ahead and say it's our birthday, so we can say whatever we want. That's on true. Episode. I feel like we've been a little racier <laughs> than we have been in like maybe four years. So got that classic Tadpog feel. Yeah, we do got that classic Tadpog feel. Uh, but remember, it's our birthday. You can't be mad at That's us. That's true. Actual retail price of Kid Icarus loose on PriceCharting.com is $17.13. You were very, Man, very close. Right, you were almost right. within a dollar. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that if this were the prices right, you'd be playing the game, and four other motherfuckers would be really sad right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to take a guess at how much it is complete? Mm, $44. $61.13. How about new? Damn. It's actually $1,309.52, if you want to be exact. Shit. But I bet they, I don't know. They might take it even 13 for it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You can probably probably get them down. I'd love to see the guy who's selling that game who's like, fuck you. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Look, man, if you're willing to pay thirteen hundred dollars, you can pay thirteen oh nine fifty two. Exactly. Fine, but you're covering shipping. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, yes, Dave. I have ten more questions for you. Hell yeah! Let's you do know it. I like to put a quiz together. I do. I love it. This quiz is called "My Name's Pit, and Your Ass Ain't Talking Your Way Out of This Shit." <laughs> All right. All the answers are pit related. Also, I gave Braden Jr. your uh, help off felon and I can't get up quiz. Oh, you did? Easy nine for ten. Like, really? Bam, 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 bam. Okay, so that was the Disney villains quiz. Well, let me guess. The one that she missed was the Great Mouse Detective. Uh, with the Rescuers. She got oh, the Radigan rescuers. one. Wow, yep. she got Radigan. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, okay. So what you need to do is now you found her weakness, and it's the Rescuers down under. <laughs> so now you just ask her, like, so, okay, here's what you do. Just put together a really hard 10-question rescuers down under quiz and be like, all right, Brady Jr., this is the quiz Dave brought this week. You want a car when you turn 16? Here you go. <laughs> it's a study up. <laughs> what was the name of the monitor lizard in the rescuers down under? Hmm? This will decide what kind of car you get. Wrong. It was Joanna. <laughs> you get a Schwinn. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. I, don't, I think it was Joanne. Joanna. I don't know. Um, all right. First statement of my name's Pitt and your ass ain't talking your way out of this shit quiz. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Born in 1963, this American actor and producer has been cited as one of the most influential, powerful, and attractive people in the American entertainment industry. Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. <laughs> His, name's right. shit. His name's shit. And you ain't talking your way out of this pit. Uh, number two, Tyler. This American... India, I'm sorry, this American Indietronic band from Cambridge, Massachusetts is best known for songs such as Take a Walk, Sleepyhead, and Little Secrets. I don't know. Passion Pit. Shrug. No, not the <laughs> Passion Pit. All right. If Jacob's listening, he got that, I promise. Uh, question three. This one's specifically written for you. Okay. Two was not. Three is. Globo Kim's new mascot a magical, <laughs> pansexual, non-threatening spokes thing. Hey, it's Pit Pat. It is Pit Pat. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs> Very good. From Mr. Show, number four. Born in 1981, this American rapper, singer, actor, and record producer is known for songs such as Kings of Crunk, Timber, Time of Our Lives, and Give Me Everything. 
Pitbull. Pitbull. Yeah. Very nicely done. Melissa loves Pitbull. I, that was also, I also, yeah. I figured you might get it from that angle because I knew that. Number five, Tyler. A video game designed by David Crane for the Atari 2600 in which the player controls Harry, who is tasked with collecting all the treasures in a jungle within 20 minutes. Pitfall. That is Pitfall, correct. How many exclamation marks are in Pitfall? Three. Just one. But you still get it. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, Tyler. The commonly used term for the Great Pit of Carcoon, which housed a multi-tentacle alien beast whose immense, his immense gaping maw is lined with rows of sharp teeth. The Sarlacc Pit. That is the Sarlacc Pit. I didn't even need to give you the hint. I had a hint ready to roll. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the Family Guy Star Wars specials. There you go. Uh, number seven. And Tyler. Robot Chicken. Yes. The Sarlacc Pit shows up in a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, number seven. A 1990 arcade fighting game by Atari Games. It is notable for its early use of digitized live actors. I'm ready to do it for the Super Nintendo Pit Fighter. It is. It is Pit Fighter. Very good. Correct. Doing really good. Number eight. A 1986 American comedy film starring Tom Hanks and Shelley Long as a couple who attempt to renovate a recently purchased house. The Money Pit. The Money Pit. That is correct. Number nine, Tyler. A well-known short story that was first published in 1842. Uh, It is about the torments endured by a prisoner of the Spanish Inquisition. The Pit of Hell. It was written by Edgar Allan Poe. The Dark Pit of Raven Blackhearts. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the Pit and the Pendulum. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. You don't know the pit in the pendulum? I do not. Oh, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good one. It's like a classic Poe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You got to read it. Okay. You got. I'm like, I'm sorry. I hate to be that guy who's like, <laughs> what? You haven't seen Star Wars? You got to see Star Wars. But you should read the pit in the pendulum. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's good. Right. It's good. Classic, classic Poe. Tyler, number ten. Last question. This city in the United States is known as both the Steel City and as the City of Bridges for its 446 bridges. Also, it's sauce. Named after Dad, ah, Pittsburgh. Very good. Yeah. It is Pittsburgh. You got you did you got an eighty. You got a B yeah, on that. Yeah. That's really good. All right, story of my life. That's really good. <laughs> That's pretty. Good. Hey man, if your story of a life is a B, B, it's all right. That ain't it's bad, right. man. That ain't bad at all. Mm. That was good. I enjoyed that. Thanks. It was good. You tore through it. It took a lot longer to put it together than, <laughs> than for you to tear it up. Good one, man. <laughs> you got anything else? Uh, no. I'm ready to close it out if you are. All right. Do you have anything else? Nope. All right. Let's do it. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, not, well, SoundCloud, no, not anymore. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher. YouTube. YouTube. Mm -hmm. YouTube. Listen, okay, so here's the deal with SoundCloud. We mentioned this on the Patreon episode. SoundCloud is expensive, and I don't feel like enough people use it. Mm-hmm. So what we have been and using... The, and they just shit on the people who do. And like they do shit on the people. Yeah, they charge us to upload the episodes, and then they charge you if you want to download them. Yeah. Which fucking sucks. So because executive producer Janie has been um, putting all the old episodes on YouTube, that is where the archived episodes are going to start living. Um, So we are going to be phasing out SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're currently using SoundCloud, uh, I'm sorry, but I do honestly think that YouTube is going to be a better option for Mm -hmm. you. Um, you can find us on YouTube by doing by doing just doing a search for Tyler and uh, Tyler and Day play old games. Um, and I, I do not know how 
I don't know how far Janie has gotten, but there are a bunch of the old episodes on there. Yeah, a whole bunch. Uh, and it is it is one of the best ways to listen to the old episodes other than um, – they're also all on our site. They're on tadbog.com yep. as well. Um, you don't necessarily um, – I don't think you have to go through on the browser, um, but, but then again, you might have to. YouTube. Go to YouTube. Yeah. How yeah, about yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be better for everybody. Say, do you like all those hot sauces? Like, we like those hot sauces. Do you want to send us something? Do you want to send Jocko Chica some chocolate? If you want to do that, I said it earlier, I'll repeat it again. Send it to Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Hey, we got shirts. Shirts. We got shirts. Shirts, 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 shirts. Shirt, 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 shirt. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Shirts, 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 shirts. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, it really helps the shirt sales. I don't know if you know yeah, that. Well, true. We, we did that last episode. Uh, we sold a bunch of shirts. All right. Well, okay. That's a lie. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a lie. Is that shirts.tagpog.com? It is shirts.tagpog.com. The exclusive link for the exclusive Amazon link. Everything else is a bootleg. Right. Please go to that link. Yes. Uh, got an Instagram. Put stuff on there again mm-hmm. uh, for a little while. I don't know how long it'll last. For some reason, I have trouble keeping up with that one, but it's Tadpog underscore podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Tadpog. You'll find us. We're on Twitter. Do a search for Tadpog on there. I am thinking about, I'm, what I'm thinking about doing is, okay, so I like user-suggested achievements on the Twitch streams. What I think I might do is uh, kind of make it like a, a gladiatorial event. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think I might choose, like, for each episode, like, my four or five favorite ones mm-hmm. and then make a Twitter poll uh, where people can vote nice. on the best one. Yeah. And then they get – someone gets something if they win. How about that? There you go. All right. Uh, because, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's fun, right? Yeah. I mean, surely no one, there's going to be no hurt feelings. Nope. That's the rule. someone else does it, yep. That's the rule. No hurt feelings. No butthurtness. Yeah. If yeah. you do, put it in a sack. <laughs> Throw it away. We don't want it. But it's also tough because it's like I want to give credit to people who uh, wrote the achievements, but I don't want it to be a popularity contest. I mm. want people to vote for the merit of the achievement. Yeah. So I don't know. I got to figure it out. It's just kind of like a thing that I came up with spring of the moment. Okay. I, I haven't figured it all out yet. I'm, I'm down. Um, so I don't know. But you can find us on Twitter. You can find uh, – I stream on Twitch. Just do a search for Tadbog on Twitch. Um, I stream a fucking lot. Yeah, uh, you're doing an amazing job A lot, a lot. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, like I mentioned, and that's pr- I guess that's probably it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a Patreon. Hey, did yeah. you enjoy this? Uh, if you did, we do monthly bonus episodes uh, that you can listen to for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, throw a dollar our way. We actually just recorded our year-end review with Wiz and Sage Ian and Captain Gunner John. We got super drunk and talked about a whole bunch of stuff like networking, like <laughs> internet networking, and um, The Last Jedi and stuff like that. Uh, and also like a whole bunch of statistics on like what the most listened to episode was in 2017. Yeah, everybody loves that shit. And stuff like that. So... Uh, if you want to check it out, you can find us on Patreon. Uh, pretty much just do a search uh, on on Patreon for Tadpog, and that'll get you there. I'd like to take a moment to uh, thank a new donor on Patreon. Uh, I'd like to thank Drexel. Uh, uh, I know him through Twitch. He is uh, a streamer on Twitch. I'll have a link in the show notes uh, to his Twitch channel uh, if you want to check him out. Um, and uh, I suggest that you do it. Uh, yeah. He, he's a big PUBG player, uh, and he has been uh, doing some Final Fantasy randomizer too, I think. So, uh, cool stuff. Um, I think that's it. 
Hey, I'm going to close it out. Or our, our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive. Look at that track from the shows at I'm going to close it out, Dave. I have one more point oh, of order. Po- yeah, order, order that one point. One more. And that is um, someone put something together that is wonderful. I don't want to spoil <laughs> what it is. I don't want to spoil what it is, but it will be the stinger to this episode. Um, I think if you are a longtime listener, I think you will love it. I love it. Tyler, I assume you love it as well. Mm-hmm. This was put together by Paul Pig, who does not have a title. And I think he real because of this, I think he really needs one. So between now and the next episode, which is going to be Kirby's Adventure, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, I think we need to come up with a title for Paul. Unless you have one ready in the chamber. Um, Because the way... The way w- with what's coming up, and I, right, I don't want to spoil that. Yeah, yeah, either. yeah. I also think of Fallout. So I'm like Cowboy Repeater Paul Pig. Cowboy Repeater Paul Pig. <laughs> you want to workshop it a little bit? Yeah, I do. That's the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll come up with a we'll come up with a title for you, Paul. I guess the point is um, that we love what you did, and thank you for that. So, how'd you want to close it out? Uh, let's close it out as um, our favorite Greek uh, mythological god or goddess. Okay. So until next time, Tropical Capricorn. Who did, Who is you? Oh, see, I was trying to do uh, Hades, but from Altered oh, Beast. Oh, yeah. that's really good. <laughs> uh, I wish I would have thought about that. I was Poseidon. Oh, that works too. I was beside myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I'll be here all night. Thanks for bearing with us. <laughs> we should come up with a sign off. All the good podcasts have sign off. That's it. Show. We still have, we don't have a punchy thing to end every show on. Slap your mama. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll work it on that. So That's if you think anything, yeah, so. Tropical Capricorn. <laughs> Boom! Boom! Can we have it? Boom! Can we have it? Yeah. Tropical Capricorn. Tropical Capricorn. Tropical Capricorn. (laughs) Tropical Capricorn. 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 Capricorn. <laughs> the mouth from the open his mouth. He just well, he is bewildered. <laughs> Tropical Capricorn. 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 Tropical Capricorn.
Tropical Capricorn. Tropical Capricorn. Tropical Capricorn. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Tropical Capricorn. Tropical Capricorn. And that wasn't a question. What do you think? Tropical Capricorn. I did it this time.